The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. I say it's time we focus on what really matters. The games. Who's with me? Hello and welcome to episode 45 of the PlayStation Experience podcast, the Cato to PSVG Prime's Green Hornet and PSVG's premier PlayStation podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Seth, and I'm joined this week by a special guest who I've talked about um, in passing on past shows by uh, uh, just talking about games I'm playing. But this week is uh, my friend Mark. Um, Mark, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. Thanks for joining me to talk about uh, PlayStation. Yeah. Thanks for the invitation. Um, yeah. So Mark and I play uh, weekly. You we're actually right now. If we weren't recording, we would be playing Apex Legends currently. That's our current game, and we play Destiny, and that's mostly the only things we've played. I actually can't. I can't wait to tell you what happened on Apex Legends earlier today when I was playing. Okay. So we will uh, look forward to hearing that. Before we go any further, want to thank our PSVG patrons, producers, Coach Hulk, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Borboni, Chris M., Devin Tyus, Paul Calicote, Kyle Hyman, and Benny Liu. Thank you for each of you, uh, for all of your support, and thank you to everybody who listens and supports us at any level. So this week, we're a week after. E3, last week we spent, uh, PSVG spent the entire week talking about E3 and all the games that are coming out over the next year or um, next few years, depending on on the game. Um, This week we're kind of going to take a break from E3 and just kind of talk to Mark and get get an idea of how he started to like gaming some of his favorite games. And, uh, and he actually made the jump from Xbox 360 to PS4 Pro this generation. So talk a little bit about that. Coming to the, the good team, coming to the, the light side of the force. Um, so, Mark, how, how did you get into gaming? Have you been playing games your entire life? Have you? Yeah, I mean, you know, we all grew up with Nintendo. And yeah. uh, I actually won a Sega Genesis uh, in a competition uh, okay. Cool. Uh, the Fox Station. I grew up down close to close to West Virginia, and the Fox Station down in uh, Charleston or whatever had a competition. Probably nobody else entered it. I don't know, but I want to. <laughs> I want a Sega Genesis. That was pretty cool. Okay. Um, and then um, that was really all I had until Xbox. The original Xbox came out, and I picked up. Uh, a Halo edition Xbox because I liked Halo and I got into that in college mm-hmm. and then I got married and sold it and was away from gaming for a long time until I got a 360 after really after the one was already announced and coming out. So okay. um, just to kind of catch up and, and get back into it, thinking that I would get back into Halo, but it turned out uh, destiny was where it was for me. So, so um, you got the, the Sega Genesis 
Do you have any favorite games from the Genesis era? Yeah, definitely that old uh, Lion King game. Mm. I know there's, uh, it's kind of an odd like, but I know that there are uh, some some memes out there I've seen at least about that and how hard it was. It was very hard. Um, <laughs> Lion, the, but the Lion King game and uh, Aladdin were both very good games as yeah. far as licensed Disney games. Um, cool. Yeah. And and so you, you were into Halo, which of course makes Destiny a pretty easy fit. Yep. Yeah. First um, person shooters. I did a little bit of PC gaming back in the Doom and Wolfenstein days. Okay. Um, so that kind of got me hooked on first person shooters, but yeah. Okay. Have you played any of the, like the Doom has gotten a resurgence? I don't, I don't remember you ever mentioning playing Doom. No, I, I haven't. Um, I, I played on an old uh, 386 computer, I think is what it was called. So um, it literally, you would you would hold down the arrow key to turn, and you would turn about one click about every second. Oh. And you would hit fire, and about three seconds later, your weapon would fire. So uh, that was my experience with Doom, but mm. I that's still not, loved it. That's not a very good experience with Doom. <laughs> it really wasn't. It's a, it's a pretty fast-paced game. So... Um, I wasn't aware of your, your breaking gaming. I didn't know. So you've never played uh, Final Fantasy VII? No, I haven't. That was the uh, one of the other big games that was uh, the remake of Final Fantasy VII kind of announced and, and people are excited about. Um, so we will skip over that and just go straight to Destiny. So what um, what drew you to Destiny or why, why did you pick that up? Um, uh well, my brother-in-law was into it. I had a couple friends at our church in Newark who were into it. And so I just, I actually, um, I had seen the trailer for Titanfall and thought that looked really cool before mm-hmm. I got uh, the 360. And so when I got the 360, I thought that was going to be my first uh, big game that I would love. And I got it and played it a lot for, for the first few months. But then um, I eventually somehow got Destiny. I don't know if it was just on sale or if it was a fluke or whatever, but um, I got it and tried it out and uh, really loved the depth of the game, like how how long you could play and, and build up your characters and discover new things. And um, I liked that kind of RPG feel uh, to the character development in it mm-hmm. that was really lacking with other first-person shooters that I'd played before. So that, that's kind of what drew me in. Um, cool. Um, and then, uh, kind of in the lead up to destiny two here, you switched from 360 over to PS4 and then you played, um, so you played many hours of destiny one on your 360 Yeah, and you got a PS4 pro and played it all again and played it all again for many hours. Yeah. Um, and then you got destiny two. So what, uh, I guess what are your, your feelings or thoughts toward destiny two uh, at this point? You know, I've kind of just fallen off with it. I I'm a lot of guys are into raids and they're into uh, crucible like a ton mm-hmm. and I'm more into the story type stuff. So I, I play the story mode a lot and then I, I like strikes and things like that. And so when, when the expansions stop coming, I start to fall out of, it starts to fall uh, a little out of sorts with me. So, yeah. um, but I just heard a few days ago that there's another expansion coming. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. They just announced um, Shadow Keep, which launches here in September. Um, 
and there are a lot of lot of announcements related to all of this. Where Destiny Two, of course, left Activision or Bungie left Activision, and is now an independent studio that still owns Destiny Two. Um, technically, in the fall, uh, everything up until um, Shadow Shadow Keep is launching as Destiny 2 New Light. It's a free-to-play version of the game, so anybody okay. can get in for free, which right now you can probably find the base game for basically free anywhere. Um, their uh, other things they're doing, they're introducing cross-save for the first time, so now, you know, let, let's say you, for whatever reason, if we decided to switch over to Xbox or um, Google Stadia launches this fall, if we would decide to jump on the Google Stadia streaming bandwagon, we could pick up our exact same saves on the other consoles. Oh, that's cool. Um, PC, Google Stadia, or Xbox. Um, so that's kind of neat um, and lowers the barrier for, you know, that's less of a reason now. Now, I guess for you, if you switched back to Xbox, you wouldn't have to replay everything all over again. Yeah, I wouldn't have to rebuild my characters again from scratch. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the big thing is Shadowkeep, which is a paid expansion for Destiny 2. Players will travel back to the moon from the original Destiny and reunite with Eris Morn. Spectral enemies from Destiny Past are haunting the moon. Guardians will need to take down remnants of Crota, Omnigal, Skolas, and more. I don't even remember what... I remember Crota. Yeah, so Omnigal um, was the one of the bigger bosses on your way to Crota, I believe. Okay. Um, and so that's, that's what I heard is they're bringing back all the old bosses. Although I think it's probably going to be a, a little different feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited because Eris Morn is kind of one of my favorite characters from destiny one. And I was a little bummed when she didn't show up in destiny two. Um, so I'm kind of glad that they, I, I kind of suspected that this was uh, an ace in the hole for them mm-hmm. um, to try to drum up some interest. So I think they, they, they hit it well. Yeah, it uh, the teaser trailer is pretty cryptic and mysterious and, and doesn't give away a whole lot, but um, but we're still like two and a half months away, three months away. Yeah, and I think the moon was my favorite place to, to fight on Destiny 1 as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited for that too. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be fun and it'll be this gives us gives us a good um, good reason to hop back in. Um, yeah. cause I think, I mean, we played destiny Two. How long has it been out now? Is it, it's going on three years. Yeah. We started probably when the first expansion hit, we started playing together. I think, Okay, I think that might yeah. be right. So, but we played it for a good a year and a half straight. Yeah. Um, never doing any, uh, any raids or any, we tried the raid the one time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we failed miserably at the raid one yeah, time. So it, uh, we're not raiders. No, that's okay. Yeah. Um, the uh, the one game that I did send over to you from E3 that I thought would uh, kind of be our um our thing for next year is Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. Um, comes out May 2020, so it's I mean it's almost a whole year away, eleven months. Um, have you had a chance to check that out too much? Yeah. So I saw the trailer that that they released a three and I've seen about a hundred articles come across my newsfeed since then about how awful the, the characters look. But 
I don't know. I, I'm excited either way because an open world Marvel game just sounds like a ton of fun, you know, and I still want to get that Spider-Man game that came out. I still haven't gotten that yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you should definitely play, play Spider-Man. Yeah, I think that looks great. I mean, I played that at your house one time and, and thought it was awesome. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I know the characters look bad, but, you know, maybe yeah. they'll- Maybe they'll look better by the time they release it. Who knows? Yeah, there's there's a lot of time left yet. Um, so it uh, it's not a fully like the original pitch to me sounded kind of like Avengers Destiny, where you have the different Avengers and then you team up with other people and you go out and you do missions. Um, I guess the actually the story mode is basically played single player. You just take turns as whichever Avenger, depending on the mission. And then kind of there's side missions and and co-op mission-based gameplay. So I don't know how open it's going to be. But it's supposed to be a a good um, mix of mission-based single-player gameplay and multiplayer co-op. Yeah. Now you're a lifelong Marvel fan. I am. Um, days of the X-Men cartoons and Spider-Man yeah. cartoons. So, uh, so in here, of course, X-Men wasn't mentioned it, um, in the uh, initial trailer. It was kind of the main, almost almost basically the MCU Avengers, mm-hmm. minus Hawkeye. Yeah, poor Hawkeye. Um, <laughs> poor Clint Barton. And, uh, and then Ant-Man comes in kind of at the end there. Um, revealed as they are going to have DLC characters that are going to be released for free. Um, we won't have to pay for additional characters. It sounds like the only DLC, paid DLC, they'll have would be if you want to change cosmetics, um, if you like a certain Iron Man suit or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so what uh, what characters do you hope to see added to this well, roster? I, I think Iron Man would be cool. I mean, obviously, everyone's going to want to play Iron Man, so that's that's going to be obvious. That'll be a first choice for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. As far as ones that they'll add later, um, I, I would love to see some of the Guardians of the Galaxy and see what they could come up with with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could even see... Uh, I mean, I think Doctor Strange will be in. There's a loud car going by my house right now. <laughs> you might hear that. Um yeah, I don't know. There's there's some some interesting. There are tons of characters that still haven't even really been explored in MCU. Mm-hmm. So they could bring any of those in, uh, even outside of the X Men uh, franchise. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they can come up with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty uh, so pretty excited about. It, even though a lot of people are, uh, like you said, kind of tearing it down a little bit. Um, have you looked into much? This isn't on PlayStation this year, but um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the Black, the Black Order, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I took a little bit of a look at a video that they released at E3, uh, mm-hmm. and that looks cool. I mean, that looks more true to the comic book uh, characters, mm-hmm. um, and it looks interesting to be able to just uh, kind of build your character in different ways and, and do stuff with that. That looked really neat. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about the, you know, this trailer kicks off uh, basically with the death of Captain America. Um, 
That's yeah. A- yeah. It's an interesting, um, it makes me wonder if they will, uh, do anything with someone else bringing, taking up the captain America mantle, mm. um, during the game. That could be a big, a good way to sh- kind of shift the game. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, you see the, um, the voice cast in it. And I you know with your kind of break from gaming and then not having played really a lot of PlayStation, um, exclusives uh but the voice cast uh includes nolan north as tony stark and troy baker as um uh hulk the hulk guy bruce banner yeah um and nolan north is nathan drake um who i've been recommending the uncharted games to you since you since you got a playstation um nolan north is nathan drake and troy baker is uh, Samuel Drake, who was in the most recent Uncharted game. Troy Baker also was in The Last of Us uh, as the main character. Laura Bailey was in Uncharted 4. And then the other the other actors um, have done uh, done different games and and some di- different animated animated things. So um, cool. Well that'll be good. That yeah, I need to play those Uncharted games. There's probably yeah. about a hundred people listening right now that are ready to throw their phone across the wall for me not to play it. <laughs> I am I'm actually replaying Uncharted Four right now. Um just I I played it once when it was released. That's been three years ago, and then I'm playing through it again right now. It's it's so good, it's a good game. Yeah. Um, cool. All right, that is Avengers. Now on to Apex Legends, which has basically been since it launched in February, um, I think I sent you a message and said, hey, I, I don't know if I said I was getting bored with Destiny at the time or we were in kind of a Destiny lull or something. I don't know. I said, hey, I've tried out this game. It's free. Why don't you try it out? And then I think um, you are definitely at a higher level than I am currently. And uh, I think you've... Um, you've surpassed me in the Apex Legends. So what... Why do you like Apex Legends? Well, okay, so I liked Titanfall when it came out. Yep. So that helps because this feels a lot like that. I tried Fortnite several times and I could never, I could never get into Fortnite. So um, this is a similar uh, kind of game to Fortnite, but with a little different spin, different feel. So I like that. Um, it was easy enough. There weren't too many options, t- so you could. You don't have to f- figure out which character you're going to be across this huge list of characters. Um, so it was easy to just kind of get focused, jump in, and play a match and, and kind of see if you like it. So I've liked that. Um, and it took me a while to figure out all the guns, like all the mm-hmm. weapons, um, and what I liked, what I didn't like, and to be able to like know which ones I liked when I came across them. Um, but now I know I have a couple favorites that I go to all the time. Um, so yeah, I, I just like it because I can sit down play for 20 or 30 or 40 minutes and then walk away from it and yeah. be a good shape and get in hopefully in 40, maybe in 20 or 30 or 40 minutes, you're only playing one or two matches. Yeah. Hopefully you're not playing like eight matches in 40 minutes. It all depends on who the jump master is. So. Yeah. 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 Um, so we've ba- basically been with it since the beginning. Um, you mainline Wraith. Yeah, um, and I and I pretty much I bounce back and forth right now between Lifeline and Octane. Um, what? Why Wraith? 
I, you know, because in Destiny, I always mained a uh, a, a warlock, mm-hmm. and I just liked that that sort of power. I don't know, just kind of I don't know, like wizardy kind of feel. Okay. Um, and Wraith just seemed to have that, and I just decided that right away I was going to find somebody that one of those characters that I liked, and I was just going to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Because then, whenever I go into a match, I've got the highest kill rate that I could. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to feel, um, oh, uh, right, kill count envy or something of yeah, seeing everybody else with uh, their five hundred thousand kills. Yeah, so then when I get in and someone else gets Wraith before I do, I get really jacked up, but that's all right. Um, Wraith is a character that it seems to be less popular because mm-hmm. I think it's harder. She's a really useful character, but I think it's harder to be good with her. I mean, yeah. you can be good with any character. It almost One thing that makes Apex great is it doesn't matter which character you are because the game is balanced well and and you really don't even you don't have to use the extra abilities yeah. that much um, yeah and i i usually end up dying before i have a chance to use the extra abilities <laughs> in a good situation but um when i use them well they come in really handy um mm-hmm. you know throwing down a portal to help somebody get inside the ring if your teammates lagging behind um that's a nice trick and then obviously just you know, phasing out and kind of going invisible for a minute just to get out of trouble when you're in trouble that that works. But, you know, a lot of times I end up taking too many hits before I have a chance to, to throw down those, those kind of abilities. Right. Um, Now we've been in season one. We both hopped on the the first season. Um, Did you, did you unlock octane? Uh, My octane. Yeah. Yeah. I have, you have octane. You just don't use them. I just don't have much. Okay, yeah, I don't have caustic either. Not interested. Me neither. Um, so what have been your... We, we've talked, I've talked about on um, my usual co-host, Justin, uh, also plays Apex quite a bit um, and likes first-person shooters a lot. And so we've talked about Apex quite a bit on here. And both of us are, we still like the game, but season one is kind of lacking um, to us. What have your thoughts been on season one in general? Yeah, I feel like they need to shake things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm was, i really hoping, I'm still holding out for this, even though I haven't really seen or heard anything about this, but I would love to see some map changes. Yeah. Except today I saw a map change. Oh. This is what I want to tell you about. Okay. As I dropped in, there was a dragon flying over one of the towers. I think it was North Tower. Carrying, I'm, I'm not kidding, this sounds like a joke, but it's not carrying a death box okay so they added dragons huh and i was actually able to ping the dragon with my ping and my character said something like watch out we've got a flyer ahead Hmm. i was really hoping to stick with the dragon and try to find it when it landed or drop that death box but no no go on that didn't happen uh so i i listened there's um it was. It did release every week for a while, and now just kind of releases maybe every other week. But there's a podcast from OK Beast um, called Jumpmaster, and they cover Apex Legends news and thoughts and things like that. And last week, they were talking about um, you know no map changes have been announced officially, but they teased. There's been some teasing of map 
map changes coming and they were talking about dragons. I have no clue where the dragons came from, why, <laughs> why there are dragons, but uh, last week they predicted that dragons would show up. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't it be cool if a dragon would actually land and, and get into the fight? Like, yeah. I think that would be great. But, and they were talking about a bunch of different, you know, scenarios where they okay, maybe there's these dragons and maybe occasionally they come and plop down somewhere and then they start wrecking shop and it becomes, instead of fighting all the other teams, you fight the dragon. And if you defeat the dragon, maybe you get XP bonuses, extra loot, things like that. Yeah. So it's almost like you would take a break from the battle royale part to fight your common enemy and then go back to, you know, fighting each other. Yeah. Um, that'd be, I, I don't know where, where they're going with it all. Um, one other, you know, there's that, the forest, I think that's all burned out. Yeah. You know, maybe dragons did that. Um, um, maybe, you know, now if they're coming into the game, um, you know, maybe there's some other area that they're going to attack. Maybe, maybe that area gets built back up to whatever it used to be. And, and now they're going to attack a different area and take, take out the water treatment plant or something. I don't know. Um, hey, there it's it's interesting. A lot of interesting things. I also I thought I noticed last time I played um, that the I don't know what the monsters in the ocean are called the the big dinosaur looking things. Yeah, uh, I thought it looked like they moved. Um, they were in a different they, location. They were in a different location. They were closer to the island. I thought. I don't. <laughs> I. It might just be me seeing things. I don't know. It might have been. I one time I got in with a couple of guys, and the jump master decided to try to get to the monsters. And mm-hmm. obviously, he died at the foot of the like he died as he went over the the water. Essentially, like it just killed him. Okay. And his, um, I I was following him. I just stuck with him just to see what would happen because I hadn't done that yet. Um, so we both were dead, and then. Uh, he was playing with his friend and they were both talking about, they couldn't believe that I stuck with the jump master, the whole, the whole jump and they were laughing about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I actually went and got my head set on just so I could talk to him a little bit and joke around with him. But um, yeah, it, it would be interesting. Maybe if they move him closer, they could actually interact a little bit too. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it'll be, I think something's coming with season two, season two re- uh, releases on July second which is in two weeks um and with season two um comes a new battle pass um with uh what they've said objective-based gameplay that's another thing this past week and I, i don't know what it's like today but the past week they've changed um they've given us some objectives so if you get a certain number of top fives and then if you there's a an elite that if you get a top five, you go and, and go against other people who've been in the top five. If you meet certain objectives now, you unlock some better, some new skins or, or different things. And I really thought, and this didn't have to do with the top five, but the the new skins they added for the R301 and for Wraith are probably are two of my favorite skins in the game now. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm 
totally rocking the wraith skin right now and um the 301 i'll actually wield for a little while now just to use the skin you yeah. Know. yeah whereas usually i would skip over it oh have you all another change they made um have you picked up a mozambique lately and then discarded it no okay um, so now if you pick up a Mozambique early in the game, which is of course the worst weapon in the game, when you find another weapon that you exchange it for, your character will now like throw it as hard as they can away from you, like in disgust, um, uh, where usually when you drop a weapon, you just kind of drop it. Yeah. And now that with the Mozambique, they like throw it and kind of grunt as they're throwing it and get this away from me. Yeah. Uh, which That's is pretty good. funny. That is funny. Um, so, uh, so the objective based. I, I mean, I think, I think that's a preview of what it'll be in season two. Is they'll have these objectives, and then I'm also hoping they keep. Uh, right now, they have like a boost event where, if you get a top five in a day, then you get upped a battle pass level. Yeah. Um, even with that, I'm not going to get anywhere near. Um, it's almost like if I'm if I'm in and trying specifically just to get to a top five, uh, the game becomes more frustrating, and then I don't because I don't get to the top five, and yeah, um, so I just try I try to let it come naturally. But I mean, I'm not gonna. I might be lucky to get to like level thirty or thirty five um, at this point. I mean, we've got two weeks left. I'm I'm at level twenty. I'm I think I'm about at level twenty five right now. Um, yeah. So I'm, you know, maybe level 30, but uh, that's all right. Um, season two, they say the leveling is going to happen faster. Um, they're adding, um, they're also adding a new character, Watson. Uh, let's see the description here on Polygon. Watson is a very strategic character, according uh, blah, blah, blah. Watson's goal was to give players a separate option from the traditional fast-paced run-and-gun combat of the other legends. She appears to use robots, turrets, and other technologies to defend and control her location and the flow of the battle. One of her abilities is to set down electric fences that damage enemies if they try to walk through them. The fences will drop, even drop down when allies attempt to walk through them, making them safe for her team. Her ultimate is called Interception Pylon, which will block incoming projectiles like airstrikes and bombardments, as well as incoming grenades. The pylon will also help recharge tactical abilities faster to help Watson get more fences out at a faster pace. And then uh, ultimate accelerants immediately grant Watson her ultimate. Um, yeah, that's that's a nice that's a nice change up. Yeah. Basically, the only strategy in the game right now, it seems to me, is higher ground wins. So. Always come in from the high ground, and you'll win your standoffs when you do that. So, to me, this changes that a little bit because, and I, I'm curious as to whether or not Watts like what kind of class they'll what will they classify Watson as? Um, I, I would think she'd be like um, defense, uh, like that's Gibraltar as a defense. Gibraltar, right? yeah, 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 that's kind of what I'm, or it could be support, defense or support. Yeah, it would make sense to do defense. I mean, Gibraltar is the only defense one right now, right? Um, uh, Caustic. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about him. <laughs> Sorry, Caustic. 
So yeah, I think I think that's a nice change up though. Um, you can actually create some new strategies with that. Um, yeah. So that's good. Uh, this is also the first time they've given a character kind of a story intro where um, you learn that her dad was the inventor and creator of the Apex Legends arena. He basically invented the um, uh, the ring, whereas it shrinks and you're outside the ring, you get damaged. He invented the technology that damages your person. Yeah. So, which is where her abilities kind of come from is she's using that technology in a different way. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, That's cool. I wonder if they'll launch her with a cinematic when you first log in. Hmm. Um, Maybe. That's one thing I've, I don't think apex has done any cinematic stuff. Does it do no. first log in? No, no, no. Yeah. Um, the only, well, I don't think so. The only thing, I mean, there, the Watson was re, was revealed with the cinematic trailer. Yeah. Um, but that's the only character driven cinematic thing that they've, they've really done. Um, so I, I was hoping, uh, when season two was announced, I was pretty disappointed because there was the new character and there's a new weapon, which we'll get to in a, in a second and promises of improvements to the battle pass. We, are supposed to be able to level up faster. The reward should be better. The skins hopefully will be a lot cooler. Um, and but there was no mention of the map. I, I was hoping for a, a change to the map, or you know, there's the rumors that there could be a, a second map at some point. Um, it's just uh, as much as I like. I mean, I really like the moment-to-moment gameplay. Or obviously, we wouldn't still be playing it, but. It'd be nice to play on a different map. Yeah. I I wonder if they'll at least launch... When they did the top five thing, Yeah, I thought it would be really cool to have a smaller crowd and a smaller map. Mm. And just like have a faster gameplay then as well. Mm-hmm. So like a totally different map. Um, maybe instead of starting with... what It starts with 60 players. You know, maybe starting with... I mean, you could even do 30 players, but, you know, maybe more than that, 45, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and then, um, you know, just because that's the best the best players, right? And they only get to play once. And by the way, you can wait till the next day, at least, to play your elite. Um, your oh, elite okay. so. you don't have to go, go in right away. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be... They can do a lot with that. There's also, you know, people asking for solo play, which I'm, I'm not really that interested in the solo play. Um, and then I, I do think duos would be fun if we could just go because really a lot of times it's just you and I. Um, sometimes we have a third um, person we know, but a lot of times it's just the two of us and then a random person. Um, it'd be great to just have duos. Yeah, uh, and I think they might even be able to make it so that duos could play with three person squads maybe just change some of the algorithms based on like how long you can uh have to uh revive somebody things like that like hmm. that, would, that would be cool be interesting i wouldn't mind still playing in the same arena with three person squads just you and i especially if i had a little bit more of an opportunity to like go get your banner and and revive you or whatever right 
there's I feel like the as time goes on, speaking of reviving like random people, I feel like I see more people as soon as they go down, they just leave. They just jump out. Um, which is a shame. I mean, that's not I mean the whole the idea of the game and the teamwork is to be able to revive and rescue and, and bring back. Yeah. Um, which have been some of my favorite moments have been been around that. Yeah. Um so they did uh on top of the new character, they announced a new weapon, the L Star, which is actually a weapon from Titanfall. Actually most of the weapons are from Titanfall. Um somehow. So the L Star is a new legendary weapon, only comes down in the drop pods. Mm-hmm. Um they just released a new trailer, um, kind of introducing it officially. Um it's going to be pretty rare. Uh, will only spawn in supply drops. It's a slow-firing, heavy, heavy impact LMG that will do a lot of damage. Uh, the projectiles will be slow moving, but um, it sounds like they'll do a lot of damage no matter where you hit, whether it's body or head or, or whatever. Um, and uh, it looks pretty... Uh, pretty foul, uh, powerful. Yeah. Um, so it's a good see one, uh, one, uh, other like notice about it or comment about it was now there's three legendary weapons that are only in these supply drops. There's the gold mastiff, the gold, um, is it a long, it's a sniper. Yeah. Uh, it starts with a K. Yes. I don't remember now. I don't know. Um, there's a long sniper. So there's a short range, the Mastiff, the long range sniper rifle, and then this, which is more medium range. So now that kind of balances out the, it's the Kramer, I think, right? Kramer. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, so it's, uh, I don't know. It looks pretty powerful. And in the, um, in the trailer for it, uh, it looks like it'll be able to mow, mow people down pretty quickly. Yeah, um, that'll be fun. It'll be a fun gun to like camp out with if you if you get like a really good camp spot yep. where you're just waiting for someone to walk in a door or something. You can just greet them with death, and that will be fun. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I find myself with the legendary weapons a lot of times not actually picking them up. One because I'm awful with snipers, so I just I ignore it. And then with the mastiff, even um. I, I need some really the L star will, will probably be good good for me because I need something that shoots a lot of bullets fast. Yeah, because uh, I'm not very good. <laughs> That's what I do too. Even though my uh, gamer tag is sniper, but uh, <laughs> that comes from playing Grand Theft Auto, I think on play on PC back in the day or something. I like oh. sniping, but um, this uh, article on Polygon also mentions some buffs are on the way for weapons like the Flatline, the P2020, Alternator, and Triple Take. Um, but those buffs won't be announced until the Season 2 patch notes. Um, flatline, that's is that your go-to? I, I love the Flatline. So, yeah, buff it up. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, triple Take needs something, though, for sure. Yeah. It does. Um, this mentions the P2020 and the Alternator are getting some new attachments. For the P2020, hammer point rounds will cause the gun to do more damage to unshielded enemies, um, which I guess will be useful early game, but really by the end game, that's that's not going to be that useful. 
Um, hammer point rounds can also be applied to the Mozambique. Um, so are those going to be just rounds that you can find? Or do you think there'll be attachments that change the rounds you pick up? I th it, it sounds like it'll be an attachment that change the rounds, maybe change what the rounds are. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the alternator and RE45 are getting a new attachment called disruptor rounds, which will deal more damage to shields. That's cool. Um, I, I do like when you get the hops for like the prowler and some of the other guns where it just changes the functionality of the guns a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, that's fun. Um, sounds like they're going to add energy mag attachments, which will let energy weapons carry more ammo and reload faster as you get the higher level attachment. Um, which would be nice. Uh, arc stars are going to do more damage to players stuck by them, but do less area damage. I never use arc stars. Wait a minute. You um, can stick an arc star to somebody. I guess it sounds like it. I didn't even realize that. Now I have to go pick up some arc stars. <laughs> um, and then there will be a whole new pool pool of golden weapons that players can find in the hot drop locations each match. Will give more incentive to go there. Um, and then airdrop weapons will also now shift depending on what stage of the game players are in. If it's an early game drop or an early game airdrop, it's more likely contain, to contain a Kraber since the circle is bigger, while the massive shotgun is more likely to come late game to match the range required in the smaller circles. That makes sense. Ammo stacks are changing also. Players can now only carry 16 shotgun ammo per stack down from 64 though they'll be able to carry 80 energy ammo instead of 60 um, I don't know about that shotgun change uh, yeah I don't know that that doesn't sound good but maybe they're I guess they're beefing up the Mozambique a little bit yeah so uh, yeah so season two two weeks away um, I'm really I'm hoping that by that point, I, I'm pretty close on, I forget what the currency is is called, but the, the red currency that mm -hmm. you can unlock new uh, characters with, I'm pretty close on that. Hoping in these next two weeks I can get to that amount and I can just unlock Watson with that. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. I, I think she'll be a popular character. I, yeah, I think so too. Not, uh, not just because she's new, but... All right. Um, with that, usually run down the. Do you have anything else on Apex? No, I think we've covered Apex. I don't Good know. times, dragons. That was all I had. Yeah, yeah. I need to check out the dragons. Um, usually, we run through the new releases. Um, if there's anything of note, the couple things of note. Um, one is a game called Bloodstained: Ritual of the Night. Um, have you ever played Castlevania? No. Games? Okay. No. Um, so Bloodstained is from the original creator of the Castlevania games. It's a, And it's basically, it's a side-scrolling, horror-themed combat platformer. Cool. I don't know. Um, it was a Kickstarter game. Um, are there vampires? I'm not sure if there are in this one. In Castlevania, uh, there were, because it's it's basically Dracula. Yeah. Um, but this, I'm not sure. Hmm. I haven't, I've, I've mostly written it off, uh, except now, um, 
there's a you can play the game as Shovel Knight, and Shovel Knight is one of my favorite games um, in recent years. So uh, the other game coming out is called Crash Team Racing, which is a kart racer with Crash Bandicoot. Which of course you missed all of the Crash Bandicoot uh, years, but um, it's basically like a—I mean, it's supposed to be really good, but basically like a poor man's Mario Kart. If you yeah. already have Mario Kart, which you do, yeah. Although I found out how good you are at Mario Kart. Okay. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Um, that's because you're used to playing against. Uh, 11 and nine year olds. Um, yeah, I know I can beat them, but yeah. So yeah. Um, but uh, so those are really the, the two main games of note. Um, there is this game called judgment coming out, um, which is like an offshoot of the Yakuza series. So you liked, um, at least used to like grand theft auto. Um, I, I don't think you are into those games anymore. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but judgment, I, you know, it's that third person action adventure, um, kind of thing, but takes place in Japan, um, and really story driven the, you're a private, private detective and you're, um, working through the underground network to solve some murders. Um, the kind of notable thing about this, uh, one other than hopefully it's a good game, whatever. But in Japan, the actor who portrays the lead character was arrested on um, cocaine possession like two months ago. So the two or three months ago, I don't know. So the game was complete. It's been out in Japan for a while. They, their culture is so strict on drug use that they pulled the game off the shelves. Wow. They, they got a new voice actor and they changed the character's likeness. Wow. To take this guy out of the game period. Wow. So um, maybe Grand Theft Auto will hire him. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so I thought that, that, uh, that was interesting uh, hmm. little tidbit. So I don't know, some fun games coming out, but there's plenty of other stuff coming in the near future as well. Cool. Uh, with that, Mark, thanks for joining me on the PlayStation Experience podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for the invite. It was yeah. fun. And uh, anyone else listening, you, of course, can find us on Twitter at PSXP Podcast. Follow the uh, flagship account at PS- PSVG. And then um, visit our website, psvg.blog. Thanks for listening and uh, have a great week. And though we may pledge fanboy allegiances to different flags, deep down inside we all serve one master, one king. And his name is Gaming. Forever may he reign!